and welcome to episode 40 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. This is how we create visibility, right? We This is how we have to toot our horn, we have to be there, we have to make sure that it's consistent and frequent enough to even get noticed. It's just not enough to do something, you know, once a week or so we have to be there all the time and also we have to con- connect to people. So it's not even enough just to show up, you need to interact as well. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I've got Juliet Stapleton on to talk about how to be consistent with your live video shows. How do you produce those regular shows that you can then repurpose into all your different types of content and engage with your audience? Well, Juliet is going to share all how to do that. But first... Looks like it's time for something completely BT. Hello, could you help me be consistent, please? Certainly. What you need to do is listen to this right now. Consistency. 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 Oh, thank you. I'm feeling so much more consistent now. Consistent. Consistent now. Hello, Ian here again. Just a quick apology that the beginning of this podcast, the audio isn't great, or shall I say, my audio isn't great. Juliet's is fab. I made a bit of a mistake, but it does get better later on. And this episode is so fantastic that I hope you enjoy it and you can cope with the audio. See you in a bit. This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello, it's the Confident Live Marketing Show. My name's Ian Anderson Gray. This is episode 40. And in today's show, we're going to be talking about how to be more consistent with your live videos. Now, before we get started, I wanted just to say that in a couple of weeks, I'm really excited because I'm going to be going to Social Media Marketing World 2020. And in fact, I can see that Mike Stelsner, who is the CEO and founder of Social Media Marketing World, is watching. He says he needs to be more consistent for sure. I think we all do. It's a real, a real struggle for so many of us. So I'm, I'm so excited about coming to Social Media Marketing World. This is going to be my sixth year attending and my fifth year speaking. I'm going to be doing a presentation on how to create a live show, tips, tools, and techniques to succeed. So I want to know if you're going to be there, let me know. It would be absolutely amazing to meet up. And of course, you're not too late to get a ticket, a last minute ticket. If you want to attend in person in sunny San Diego, or if you want to get a virtual ticket and attend from the comfort of your home, being in your pajamas, then all you need to do is just go to iag.me forward slash go forward slash SMMW, and you can find out more information and book your ticket. So that's iag.me 
forward slash go forward slash SMMW. So our first sponsor of the show is Restream. Restream is the complete multi-streaming suite for entrepreneurs. With Restream, you can stream to multiple platforms all at the same time. Kind of what we're doing today. I'm going live to not just Facebook, but YouTube, Periscope, LinkedIn Live, all at the same time. They have a plethora of destinations, including LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch, Periscope, and so much more. You can stream from another tool to Restream, and Restream will then take care of that multi-streaming for you. They make it really, really easy for you. You don't have to be a techno genius with all of this stuff. Or if you want, you could just broadcast directly from Restream to a platform of your choice. Restream also has chat, analytics, and a scheduler. And with the chat service, this is something I think is really cool. You can view and engage with your audience from all the destinations that you stream to. I've been really blown away also by the analytics section. So once you've broadcasted live, you can then go back and view your stream metrics and see how many viewers, watch minutes, new followers, and more. And so this is really cool. With the scheduler, you can actually broadcast a pre-recorded video live. And I know that this is something that Juliet does. She uh, does some pre-recorded video and actually broadcasts that live. So all you need to do to find out more and to have a little play with it is to go to iag.me forward slash restream. That's iag.me forward slash restream. Well, it's definitely time to get Juliet on the show. Juliet is known as a visibility that sells strategist, and she is a business mentor, thought leader, and author on a mission to help business owners gain confidence, step into the bigger vision of themselves, and create online visibility that turns leads into paying clients. Juliet, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having <laughs> me. That's me. Thank you for brilliant introduction. Oh, thank you, Juliet. It's, it's great to have you on the show. I, I, I love your bio. I think that's really cool because... Well, that last bit, you know, stepping into a bigger version of themselves and creating online visibility that turns leads into paying clients. I mean, that, you know, why are we being visible? What's the point in being visible? And at the end of the day, you know, is it because we want to be famous? No. <laughs> well, yes and no, too, because I think that um, for a lot of people, whether they want to admit it or not, recognition is an important part of what makes them feel fulfilled in life. You know, and I want to be honest with you, you know, a lot of people just it's due to cultural and uh, maybe sometimes just, you know, history in their family when they were put down as kids, when they wanted to sort of shine their light and, and parents would be, would be saying like, who are you sort of to be like, you know, I was I was not one of those kids, but I had the different uh, end of extremes where every family gathering, I would have to get on the chair and sing. And, you know, and I was always kind of a performer. But at the end of the day, you know, you have to understand what makes you feel fulfilled. And for me personally, being visible as the front person of some sort of mission, some sort of message, teaching, uh, guiding, and it's something that I have admitted to myself that it really is fulfilling. So of course, if you would never, ever, ever feel like this or admit it to yourself, you will not enjoy being visible. But I also know a few people, and I'm married to one of them, who will never admit that they love it. But, but you see, when they are on stage or they are somewhere where people, you know, accept them and love them, that they shine, right? So when I see that, I am thinking, how many amazing, brilliant, wonderful people out there that are telling themselves these stories that they don't like being visible for this, that, or the other reason, and they're missing out on being seen on amazing opportunities and just even on the joy that other people have looking at them sometimes because 
part of visibility and part of what we do outside even converting into paying clients is we impact people. And sometimes it's as much as just putting a smile on somebody's face or somebody just enjoys following you for your own unique energy. I think that there is a lot of to be said for that part as well. You know, and of course, then when as businesses, when you have to talk about consistency and your content and you have to create this in some sort of systematic way, because it's not just you you turn on the video camera and off you go <laughs> uh, and just look at me. You know, this is not that kind of reality TV um approach um in that respect it is hard work you know but like with everything everything is hard work but you can find the way to use tools available uh, strategies available and find the way how it would suit you so you can energize yourself you can actually enjoy being visible and do things more of those things that you really enjoy doing for example i do enjoy video especially i enjoy being on interviews or interviewing myself i have my own show called show up stand out um because you are getting to connect to people who are like-minded people who are are um, inspiring you. You know, there is this so much exchange going on on these interviews and then that energy transcends to the viewers as well and inspires them. So this is kind of what visibility does. And when it comes to conversions, I am such a huge ambassador for this statement that people work with people, people buy from people. So for people who are, for example, I target people who are in businesses of supporting other businesses and people like that, digital marketers and different creative, creative services, business services, they tend to hide behind the scenes. And that can be sometimes so dangerous because uh, they don't, they're not seen by better clients. They're not seen by better opportunities or, you know, the opportunities are not being created because they're hiding behind, you know, in their offices and nobody sees them. And so they sometimes compromise too much in their lives and their businesses. And that's not why they started their businesses in the first place. Let's admit that. Mm. Wow. I definitely identify with a lot of what you're saying. Thank you so much for sharing that because sometimes many of us want to hide and live video is a very visual platform. Sometimes it can be very scary. And that was my problem for so many months and years, to be honest. And launching this show, launching this podcast was a big part of really my journey of grappling with those fears. And last year was my, it ended up being my year of visibility. And so I was going to conferences, I was getting online and it was really hard. But it definitely made a massive difference. And I can definitely see, know what you're saying there about how can your perfect clients see you if you're, if you're hiding behind your cushions and stuff like that. But we need to get onto the quiz, don't we? Because it is time to get to know a little bit more about you. And uh, okay. so if this is the Confident Live quiz, you're starting to look a bit nervous. But these are really simple questions just so that we can find out a little bit more about you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so the first question is, what is your favorite type of food? Oh my God, my favorite, and I'm a foodie, guys. I can talk about it for a long time. <laughs> my favorite dish in the world is called pulpo a la gallega, and it is octopus and some um, boiled potatoes uh, with paprika and sea salt. It's a typical uh, Galician dish from Spain, and I can eat it all day, every day, forever, for the rest of my life. Wow, we, I can tell you we have not had one of those on the show yet. So we've not had octopus on the menu. So I'm very impressed. 
That sounds if, very... If you're traveling to Spain, especially it's very popular in the south of Spain and mm. obviously in Galicia where it's from. But definitely if you order it and, and even if you think, oh my God, octopus, don't worry about it. It's nothing. It's not like some sort of weird taste. It's beautiful. It, it's always fresh. It's cooked wonderfully. It melts in your mouth mm. and you will love it. Sounds great. Well, I, I probably, I wouldn't have it because I'm vegetarian, but my, oh. I'm sure a lot of my friends would love it because they love seafood and fat. So. Actually, it's interesting. I don't know whether my wife, my wife does like seafood, but whether she would eat octopus, I will ask her later. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. It doesn't <laughs> just... look like it. It's like, it's so like okay, just... <laughs> okay. Well, I, I will, I'll try that. Okay, next question. Mac or PC? Mac. That was quick. I am not an Apple ambassador. No way. Okay. But okay. Mac is something that when I started my visibility journey, I had a Windows laptop. I thought it was fine. It was working, you know, for what I needed to do. But it completely almost destroyed my chances <laughs> of building my visibility <laughs> because my HD camera didn't want to work with it. You know, I, there was um, no way that I could stream in browser streaming was just complete no-no. I sounded like a robot. There was weird <laughs> stuff. I actually really think that when we start our visibility journey there's there is some sort of like a it's like a rite of passage that the tech turns against us so it doesn't matter if you're a technical person or not if you're listening to this and you're not technical person and you're saying oh i don't know this tech I think, you know, it happens to the best of us oh, it and does. it just goes nuts and I can't believe that I actually had an, an iMac uh, gathering dust nobody was using it in my family and uh, my husband said, you know what, it has something like 20 gigs of uh, RAM. My husband is a music producer, so, he, you know, he would have like a good, good computer. But I think, first of all, I'm using Facebook mostly for my visibility. I think Facebook and Apple products, they, they're in cahoots, I think, because they always work better. You know, Facebook works better on the iPhone and, than it does on, on some other uh, models of phones. And the same with the technology. And I just mm. find that I'm such a, I love my MacBook. I love my iMac. This is what made my business. And there is no way I would even consider right now to go Windows. You're funny. So you, you definitely aren't an Apple ambassador. You should be. But, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> if that's they cool. pay me, I will do it. That's, but that's, for free, I'm not doing it. Well, I'll just say on the show, we are we are platform agnostic. We will, we're happy with PCs and Macs. But it's, it's interesting to hear, you know, people have been definitely passionately Mac or passion actually some people have been both. And there's been a few PC uses on. So it's good to have a little bit of a mix. Okay. Next question. What is your favorite kind of music? Oh, I'm so versatile. Oh, my God. Um, I grew up, right? I was, I love electronic music. Uh, it's actually where I have to, like, my perfect place to live has to have an electronic music scene. And Ireland doesn't have it, so it's not my perfect oh, place to live. Okay. And I was in a hillbilly band, Bluegrass. I never knew that. <laughs> that was when I didn't know who hillbillies really were. I did it because it was paying good money. <laughs> it was back in Estonia where I'm from and uh, Estonian if you go to if you come and visit Estonia which you should Tallinn is a beautiful place mm. but um they they have this kind of thing about you know rock and roll and and a bit of a bluegrass and all that kind of rockabilly so you'll hear that even still now after 20 years they're playing it in in pubs which is great but I was one of those bands you know and then at the same time I was doing electronic music at the same time I'd sing some jazz at the same time I would listen to rock I it's just everything. Uh, I think that it's not about the genre and I don't like putting myself into some sort of like a set mm. identity. I think it's the feel and it's more about songs and what they mean. And sometimes it's lyrics, sometimes it's the music and sometimes mm. it's the feel that would make, make them stand out. And then when you put them all together, it's like everything, mix awesome. of everything. 
Awesome. So very eclectic today. So we, we've got a lot in common because, you know, both having singing backgrounds, which is awesome, which is good. I'd, I'd love to hear you sing, sing, sing sometime. I haven't sung for 16 years. I married a music producer who is the, one of the best producers <clears throat> here, in our, here in Ireland for producing female vocals. And that was the last time. Dear me, something's off. going wrong there. We, we need to, we need to... sing in the shower and in the car when nobody's around. We, we, need, we need to get you singing. Okay, next... Next question. If you had to choose between a banana and a Krispy Kreme donut, what oh, would it banana. be? One, no, I'm, I, I definitely fruit. I'm fruit and I'm, um, uh, food is very special in my life. Mm. Taste is very important in my life. And um, it just goes so much so that when I enjoy what I'm eating, my body enjoys what I'm eating, then I'm well, then I'm well. you know, it's just so important. Mm. Mm. So sweet stuff is and I was addicted to sugar. Actually, it was the worst addiction I've ever had. But I was addicted to sugar and I've given up sugar. I still wow. can have an, a donut, but I'm not going to enjoy it as much as if I had like a fresh fruit or banana. I mean, it's not, not the thing in common. We've given up sugar. What's going on here? This is this is mad. It, and it, yeah, it is. It is. It can I think be, it's it live can, video. <laughs> it can be. Yeah, maybe. What it, yeah, I don't know. It is an addiction. It can be anyway. Right. Next question. Your favorite classical composer. Oh, I don't have one. Ooh. And the reason why I don't have one is because I'm so dyslexic that I'm sure I, I, I know the music that I really like and I would not be able to tell you who the composer is <laughs> because I forget the name. Oh, okay. I'm so bad at names. It's disastrous. That's okay. <laughs> they only remember mine and it's not even my real name. Yes, I know what you mean. I, my first day at the Royal Northern College of Music doing my singing degree and I had this really scary thing. I had to go in and sing in front of all the singing teachers. There was like 40 of them. How scary was that? And I was so nervous that at the end of it, they said, so who was your singing teacher before you came here? And I just couldn't remember her. It was just like my brain had just gone to mush. So, yeah, and I'm surprised I remembered my own name, to be honest. So. That is funny that you said, you know, I just digged out a photograph of my English teacher from school and I posted it on Facebook. But what was fascinating is that she was standing in front of the map and the British Isles and Ireland was behind her. And Ireland was where I immigrated and lived for 20 years. And that's just the synchronicity. Do I remember her second name? No. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Right. Last question. What is your favorite app? My favorite app right now is Lightroom, mobile Lightroom for photo editing. I am mm. so, oh, I, I've discovered presets that you can buy and download. And I'm a, I have a little bit of obsession. I think I have about 150 presets wow. Wow. That, I've, that I've acquired this week alone. Now Facebook retargets me with all these presets. And it's, it's a, cool. a bit of a sad moment. But I, I love photography. And um, I, my husband and my daughter, they're not very good. I don't really have any friends here in Ireland that I can ask to take my photographs so all my photographs are selfies pretty much and uh, I love it's my procrastination to edit them I just and, and it's not vanity it's actually much more about transformation that you can just transform something can change the color you can change how it just the feel of it and so I go I go nuts on it and now I accepted that this is who I am so um prepare to see a lot of nuts pictures of me <laughs> I love that definitely we've got we've got to be okay with who we are We've got Tim Son is here. He's saying he's from the US. Can't remember where in the US you're from, Tim. Uh, and I, am I seeing you at Social Media Marketing World? I can't remember whether you're, you're going to be there. I think you are. Uh, and he's also said, he's asking a question Are you guys going to sing for us live? No. 
<laughs> it's, it's the, one of the problems, actually, with, with any kind of like live video or Skype or Zoom or anything like that is because of the latency, actually, it's really, it's pretty impossible to, to actually sing a duet or, you know, bring it. I was thinking it would be a great idea to form a virtual choir live, but it's just not possible to do. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we need to uh, just get on with the main topic. And uh, but before we do that, I just want to ask you, can you remember how we met and how did you get into what you're doing today? Because, you know, you've, you've, you've probably been doing lots of different things over the years. And so how have you got into what you're doing today? That's a great question. Is there an agenda with this question? Because there is a story with me and you <laughs> in this, in terms of my own visibility. So the story is that I was uh, running a small digital marketing agency here in the rural southeast um, part of Ireland. And I ended up working with pretty much every prominent business in my small little area. I don't like commuting. I actually like like enjoying my life. So anything that's hassle like commuting, I wouldn't do. But I, I definitely felt like I hit the ceiling. And and that made me feel very vulnerable and that made me feel very trapped, out of control. I, I worked with people, but I really didn't think that they were the people for me, the right, correct people, because it was affecting my self-esteem. I didn't feel like they were taking me seriously. And I've studied and I've, you know, I'm someone who is constantly learning and mastering my skills. I've been on Facebook ever since, you know, it started and I've always used social media before it was even called social media to build visibility for whether it was my band, whether it was my fashion design fashion. I'm, I'm a bit of a dressmaker. And so I, I actually had a blog and I was always better at creating visibility for myself than actually doing the thing, which is which is an amazing thing. Right. So that's my magic power. And then I started I created my agency so I can help other businesses build communities online and, um, you know, create that visibility that sells. But sells through building relationships, sells through connecting to people one-on-one. I'm definitely not someone who would be uh, seeing promotion as just putting ads out there, you know, because I think people are very insensitive and definitely by now. So in 2017, there was a moment where I just said, I woke up and I said, oh my God, my life is just like a vagabond, just drifting in the wind and I don't know, but I, this is not me. I am someone who is born to lead. I was always someone who was leading people towards somewhere. I, was, I, I saw myself like a torchbearer in the dark and people follow me. So I came across this personal development group somewhere in March 2017 and they had a seven day life video challenge. So I took that challenge and then they challenged us to do live video or to do something for 30 days. So I chose live video because by the end of seven days, I felt like the addiction was already there. You know, it's like (laughs) the online version of heroin because you just try it a few times and then you just want more of it. And so it was kind of interesting that then we started this 30 days. But in my personal life, that was the time that was very tragic for us because on day four of my live video, 30 days live video challenge, my husband was taken to the hospital and we found out that he was was diagnosed with cancer and it was a very aggressive state. And it was literally, we didn't know what's going to happen in the next few days or weeks and I didn't stop my life video I stopped for one day because I needed a day to you know break down and cry and then I started rebuilding myself but I couldn't do anything on the on the front of battling cancer for my husband so what I did is I decided to focus on this dream life that I have and I did this classic thing intuitively that you might be reading and all sort of like how to build your business focus on your why focus on what do you want what sort of lifestyle do you want and you know, start building your whatever 
if you have a dream house, start building brick by brick the foundation and then um, start going. So I decided to focus on the moment where we are not even thinking about cancer. We're not thinking about any of that. We're living our really dream life. We are only surrounded by people who are correct for us. We're living in a place that is correct for us. And we are really enjoying our lives because for me, enjoying every day and being in happy states, that's where I think that's where I'm well, that's where I'm happy, that's where I'm most creative, and that's where I make most impact. I think we all like that. So it was some sort of calling to do whatever it takes to uh, achieve that state of happiness. And yes, and so I continued the, the live video challenge. And then I started noticing that there was a lot of people who were following me in that group. It was a big um, personal development group. And I thought, hang on a second. So if I speak on video, people follow. That's good. So how can I monetize that? So my strategic kind of brain kicked in and I didn't know how to monetize that. And, you know, it didn't happen overnight. And it's like, let's not fool people that it can happen overnight. But it was some sort of idea. And so I started looking around and I think that your blog was one of the first places or sources of information where I saw more information about live video equipment and, and things like that. So when I was having my technology battle during these 30 days, uh, it was it was insane. Both my phone and my Windows laptop just didn't want me to succeed. But I am resilient to these things. So I found your blogging. And so I found the, um, you know, the suggestions and everything. And then I started tweaking things and, and invested in very, I wouldn't even call that in investing but you know I got myself some basic equipment and some of it I'm still using now because it's perfect and um, just kept going at it you know um, and I think that what I've seen is I am very intuitive person and I think a lot of people don't trust their intuition and they're overthinking things but I, I really go by my calling if I feel like it's a good thing to do and I don't I am a, a very fluid person so for me to commit to something long term it's not always a good strategy and talking about consistency this is something that a lot of people don't understand about themselves that they might not be made to commit to something full time and say you know i'm going to do 100 days of live video it's very very difficult because mm -hmm. on day 5 you might be in a in a new flow and it's just might not be the right thing for you to do to continue doing that that's not going to make you you're you're not failing at being inconsistent if you decide to take a U-turn or, or change your direction. But I think that this is what, what is causing a lot of people to feel really bad about themselves and say that, oh, I can't be consistent. You know, I can't, I can't stick to this. For if you're someone like me, you just need to allow yourself not to stick to anything, cancel things and take U-turns. But as long as you're doing something and you are still moving in a direction of where your calling is taking you and you're checking in with your intuition every day and how you feel about things, not to confuse, you know, with procrastination and that, those kind of fears, Those are, this, this is a different subject. But this is what's happened really uh, with me. And that's and then I couldn't even sometimes like maybe I couldn't tell you exactly ABC. This is what I did overall. And that's where I become who I've become. 
But what I did to help this whole journey and to find clarity, because you can't find clarity before you take action, you know, you have to take action. So I was taking that action. Mm -hmm. But there were certain things that were really helping me daily activities. And so for me, consistency is not about like to stick to something for 365 days. That's actually terrifying, terrifying, overwhelming, and something that I would not recommend doing to unless you are someone who can do it, right? And you've proved with some maybe other activities before. I can't even take a course of pills for seven days because I'll forget on day four. So for me, consistency is about daily tasks and then allowing myself that if I didn't do something, that's okay, I didn't fail. Next day, I'm going to do it. And taking it in small achievable pieces. And another thing as well that really helps me while I'm, you know, at this is at the end of the day, I think about every little thing that I've accomplished on that day. And it makes me feel then that I'm moving somewhere because when we have to climb a very, very tall ladder, uh, looking at the top of the ladder, you know, it's a, it's, it's a disastrous strategy because you'll get dizzy. You need to just only look at the next step in front of you and you'll get there. Yeah, I think that's that's really, really important stuff. Don't focus on the negative sides, you know, the, the failures. I think quite often, you know, people, I know that people like go to the gym and then by the sixth or seventh day, they don't go in and they're not really feeling it. And so they, they, they it's like they, they're kind of self-flagellating themselves. They're getting the whip and they go, oh, I'm awful. I, I'm, I'm a failure. And so <laughs> I'd love to know people who are watching and listening, what has your experience been with being consistent? Have you gone on these challenges and failed in your, in, is it, have, you th have you thought that you failed by not going through with that? And how's that made you feel? Because I, yeah, I think that is a common experience. A lot of us feel that. And I was really interested by what you said that it just might not be the right time. You might be going through like a, a particular, I can't remember the words you use, but a different change or a different flow. It's more, it's more about, you know, seeing what do you like in life? You know, I, I, I am so self-reflective. I love, you know, doing personality tests and things like that to just, because I am someone who needs to, I learned through the eye of the other. So I would do a personality test. I'll read it back. Of course, I know everything about myself, but that sort of like validates to me. So I don't have to resist things. And that's that's an interesting way of, of seeing the world. But it's, it was really helpful for me and really empowering to, uh, for self-acceptance. You know, visibility mm. is the journey of self-empowerment and self-acceptance, because to empower yeah. yourself to do something, you need to accept that this is the way you are and maybe either you want to improve it, but you don't have to yeah, because yeah. sometimes you are just perfect the way you are already. You just don't know it and your brain doesn't want to know it, but it's the truth. And so the more you embrace who you are, the actually more flow you will find. And all these things like consistency and um, anything like systems, um, you will create your own ones. They might not be traditional or something that you will ever see anywhere. But I think that that's the most important thing. So number one step to create consistency in your life is to understand and not punish yourself and not, not say that you, you know, there's nothing, there's no right or wrong answer, but you need to understand and accept what is your way. So if you have ever found yourself that you're struggling to say, stay consistent going to the gym because that's actually really good for adults i think it's a very good example or stay consistent taking a course of tablets or something you know it, then maybe it's just not in your nature and stop fighting it and just take one day at a time 
I love that. We've got a few comments here. I'm just looking through. I don't want to forget these, but uh, Martin Buckland's in the room. He's been very cheeky. Going back to what we were talking about earlier about, um, well, actually, it was Tim was saying, are you going to sing for us live? And he says, no, please don't. LOL. That's how rude, Martin. That's I was what... not even going to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Tim is, was reminded me he's from Pennsylvania and he is going to be at Social Media Marketing World. And uh, Marcello Aglaise here. He is from Atlanta, Georgia. He says, you have a fantastic guest on today's show. Uh, well, I totally agree. Uh, says, Thank yes. you. So I always like to ask people this on the show. It makes me feel better. I've already had one tech disaster. You don't know this. Uh, I forgot to press record on the um, Adobe Audition. So I'm going to have to grab the audio from the stream of the show, which is really annoying. But anyway, we're recording now, so it's all fine. Have you had, have you had any tech disasters? And do you get nervous in front of the camera? So maybe, maybe answer that first one first. Do you get nervous in front of the camera? still today or did you get nervous and have you had any live video disasters i'm sure um, you have yeah those are great questions uh, because i'm doing this now three years very consistently you know i'm talking about the camera do i get nervous um i think it's not the right way to so the answer is yes but i don't mm. think it's the nerves i think yeah. it's self-sabotage mm -hmm. it's just uh, our brain wants us to be safe right so it wants us to get away with literally not moving not doing anything if it was up to our brain we would be lying like veggies and you know i don't know <laughs> who, who would be serving like but that's what our brain wants that's why we yeah. guys resist everything you know every time you feel any sort of resistance it's like a natural thing that's why you need to start like ignoring it but i also know that when i go on on video when the video is on i get really really energized when i'm not energized i i turn to my favorite things like snapchat filters and all the other goofy things and they will they'll energize me because done is better than perfect. This is actually, if I had to put a phrase on my whole life, um, done is better than perfect. Yeah. I would rather do it and get it over with than overthink and not do it because I, I clearly see how when you overthink and not do it, you know, there is consequences of mm -hmm. not, nothing is happening and then your income is not happening. And as self-employed, you know, we are in charge of our own income. So if you're not doing it, it's not going to bring any money so that was one one of the things especially in the beginning and um my husband's sick and it was it was a big thing for me you know i had to kept keep going but i think i got into this sort of vibe after that as well where you know i just know that you know i want to be to have my good lifestyle i have dreams that now you know they need funding as well so in that kind of respect again done is better than perfect and you need to keep keep doing things and it doesn't even you know guys i don't work 24 hours a day, even though everybody says, <laughs> Juliet, you're always on Facebook. No, I probably work two, three hours a day. The rest is just goofing around, looking at cats, pictures and videos and, you know, energizing myself in other ways and keeping my brain stimulated. Well, that's, that's really important. You know, you, you, you're talking about energizing yourself. And so I, I think, but but also, I don't know about you, but I find that there were, there's only so many hours in the day that I could, I could do like a live video because it is really full yeah. on. And I do find myself that I do need to go and maybe... 
I'm a big believer in afternoon naps, by the way, uh, or or maybe just going out for a walk. And, and but it's those times when I f- it feeds my creativity. I need to have those times when I'm I am dabbling around. And actually, you know that article you were talking about on my blog that came that the 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 main reason that I got into live video was me, as you say, goofing around, fiddling around with technology, and I discovered this, and I ended up writing an article about it, and that changed my life. And so. You know, sometimes you're being strategic is really important, but sometimes actually messing around with stuff is really important too. So I think what you're saying is it's about energy levels, but you also mentioned self-sabotage as well. And, you know, I think a lot of people have struggled with that. We've got uh, Marcello was saying, a oh, good point about self-sabotage. I think the biggest things we need to do, I've been doing rebranding recently. And so my whole target audience needs to change when you're changing, you know, when you're looking for new markets, you have to start with uh, marketing research. And that's the best thing that people just literally feeding you ideas on what you can what you can give them back and it's the best thing that can happen to you it's only a few chats it's only a few messages it's not that much work and i have been sabotaging myself and just literally not doing i would find anything else to do uh, and i have everything i even have you know i have templates for the chats to send i don't even have to think i don't even have to type um it's just to reach out obviously then there will there will be a conversation but i found myself was last week where I was just sitting there and just literally not do I did everything everything I could and I didn't had or didn't have to do including hundreds of videos of cute stuffies and things like that you know so my brain was occupied but I was sabotaging myself for this wonderful market research why nobody knows because you know it's not that I'm afraid or anything but it's just like that's how human brain works human brain yeah. says it's something new you don't know these people you don't want to talk to them and I talk to strangers all the time it's part of one of my visibility strategies is to connect to people and build relationships so you know there's always t- chats and and things like that but yet and I think the the reason why I last week was resisting it so much was because this is the right thing for me to do. So now I feel, you know, if, if you're on a swing and you're moving forward, the, the resistance always is very unpleasant. Or if you're on the, you know, roller coaster, it's like unpleasant thing. So when we're feeling this resistance in life, that could also indicate that this is a start of this momentum gathering, that you're actually moving forward very, very rapidly. So I see that as a, as a sign, you know, and intuitive then I know deep down, okay, this is the right. I know I'm resisting it. I know I'm sabotaging myself. I haven't done it. Oh, it's seven o'clock. Oh, it's seven o'clock. Great. It's the end of my day. I start my day around two o'clock because I have to wake up in the morning to talk about energy. So I was resisting that for a long time, 40 to 43 years. And then I said to myself, what am I doing? I'm working for myself. So one or two o'clock, I only start working. And then at seven o'clock, I'm saying, no, that's it. So if, if I sabotaged myself for the whole five hours and I didn't do what I needed to do, well, yeah. it's going to be the next day. But it's just something that the brain does to us. It's a constant battle with your own brain. It is. It's a massive issue. We, we've talked about this on the show before. We've, in fact, we've got a whole episode on self-sabotage. We've got an episode on imposter syndrome. We've got one on resistance. So it's it's a topic that, you know, is is affects a lot of people, which is just something we've, we've got to be aware of. Some more comments. Uh, Martin is saying, great, simple advice. I can't remember exactly what you when that popped up. But something that you said, Juliet, was was definitely um, good advice there. And uh, so on LinkedIn, unfortunately, I can't 
highlight the comments from LinkedIn Live. They haven't got the facility for that yet, but I'll just read them on my phone. So uh, Chris Kuswami's here. So Chris is saying, I agree it's important to reflect on what has gone well when feeling daunted about what lies ahead. It's so easy, isn't it, to focus on the negative, but focus on the positive. And uh, he also says, hashtag done is better than perfect. Totally, totally agree. So um, any, any live video disasters just before I bring in the next sponsor? You know, not 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 really disasters as mm. such, um, but this is this is an interesting observation. So I'm an intuitive person, as I said. You know, so I feel things. You know, before my brain uh, processes them and whatever starts throwing their own version, its own version, I feel things. So sometimes I will do a live video, and somebody jumps on, and you know, I'm like I'm I'm a, a blonde woman doing video on life on Facebook, <laughs> and there's a lot of random men from different locations around the world that can jump onto my uh, streams and I feel intuitively that these are wrong incorrect people so usually uh, when they're normal people and they're <laughs> normal when they're just people who are actually want you know they saw this some sort of hook description and they want to listen even for a couple of minutes they're curious it's one thing but when there's that that kind of randomness it's a wrong energy why these guys uh, jump onto the I feel them before they even start commenting and then they'll comment something even if it's an innocent comment and that throws me off, you know, what the, the thoughts that I had in my head, just I'll get a blank head and I get, you know, I can forget what I was talking about. I can start getting really freaked out <laughs> inside. <laughs> and that's a weird, weird thing. And I, I actually just thought first it, it felt like maybe it's because the personal profile is a very vulnerable place, but it's not. It's exactly, mm -hmm. it's just my intuition. Intuitively, I feel that, that there's somebody jumped on and has wrong intentions when they're looking at me. So. I feel it. And that is a disaster for me because, you know, then that's why I have to have my bullet points. I can't really wing it. Um, the funniest yeah. situation, though, and, uh, you know, sometimes that's why I don't check the comments as well. When I'm uh, on live, I actually don't check comments for two reasons. That's one of the because I don't want to react um, to, to energetically. As you won't see, I'm not going to like throw a wobbly, <laughs> but in, in, internally. Um, but the other reason is that my brain is so distractible that if I start reading comments in the middle of my live stream I will not remember what I was yeah. even, like why am yeah. I there I'd be just there like I'm happy to be live but <laughs> I wouldn't remember why why I, what I wanted to say so there's two reasons why I don't don't look at the comments but there was a very funny situation once when I did my live stream and I went back and then I saw like about 10 comments from this geezer and all he wanted is for me to open up my shirt now guys I was wearing a high polo neck <laughs> and so I was kind of surprised about like what shirt is, like what shirt are you talking about and um, then he also mentioned something about the bobs and then he said never mind gotta go so that was the funniest thing but you know you always everything is content and we're all a bunch of people so what I did is I screenshot those um, comments and I posted them because this is like a sign I was oh. making it you know I was getting these <laughs> kind of comments so I had a great laugh and so did my audience so you know no yeah. regrets that's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, don't take things so seriously. You know, obviously, if you get somebody coming on who is being abusive and then, yeah, that 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 can be very disconcerting. But if you can try and try and make light of it. And I love what you did about taking a screenshot of that. And you also mentioned about making sure that you've got a, a plan in front of you and, and trying to stick because because it can be distracting and you can lose track of things which is really really important uh to to, to think about because there are so many distractions 
the best way, first of all, um, uh, John Asaroff, who I love, um, had uh, he does his live videos every Tuesday, five o'clock UK, uh, on his page. And he had this moment once that he forgot what he wanted to say, just like I have literally on probably every second of the live streams that I have. And I always laugh at them because I say, ah, oh, this is Julia, Julia Stapleton syndrome when you just forget something in midway. But while I'm laughing at it and I'm explaining it to people, usually the thought comes comes back to me. And John Asaroff actually had a, uh, he's given us like a, a neuro, neuroscience explanation that this is a normal thing. When you forget something when you are live or on, on stage, if you just let it pass and you start, you know, just keep going, say something and don't focus on the fact that you forgot it. Most of the time that thought comes to you quite quickly. If you start saying, oh, what did I want to say? What did I want to say? That's when you're not going to remember it quick enough. That's and so true. I loved when I heard that because like, literally it happens all the time doesn't matter bullet points no bullet points it's going to happen to me it's kind of like I, I heard an analogy similar to you know what you're talking about about it being like fishing imagine that the fishes are like words that you need to remember and if you if you forget the words what tends to happen is so if you want to fish for the words what we tend to do is get a big stick and we kind of ram down and and try and get the but the, what happens to the fishes they just fly away whereas if you just go in slowly you'll be able to grab a fish and you'll be able to get them back and so i think that's that's very uh, quite a good analogy because yeah we tend to panic and then that panics the fish or panics panics all the words away from you and i've definitely have had that experience with, with singing and and when i've had to remember words is as soon as i start to think about remembering the words it's at that point that i forget just uh, something to think about. I need to bring in our next sponsor, if that's okay, Julia. So this is Content 10X. Content 10X have been sponsoring the show right from the beginning, and I'm really appreciative of Content 10X. Amy and the team are absolutely fabulous. Amy lives just down the road from me, and she's a great friend of mine. They are experts in content repurposing, and they provide a full end-to-end -end content repurposing service. So you produce a live video, and a lot of people will just press the end broadcast button and then that's it. And if, I don't know, if they go to bed and that's it. But you have produced a piece of content really quickly and easily. Why don't you repurpose that into a plethora of different types of content, whether that's what I do, like turn it into a podcast, a blog post, social media images, infographics, that kind of thing. Well, you can learn out how to do that yourself. They've got an amazing blog. They've got a podcast and now a book. All you need to do is go to content10x.com and you can find out all about that. Amy shares some amazing tips on all of those things. And if you don't want to do it yourself, they have a full end-to-end -end content repurposing service. So they can do that all for you. So the great thing about this is you create the content using live video. They will turn it into all these different types of content so that you can focus on growing and building your business. It's an amazing service. So just go to content10x.com and I thank you, Amy and the team at Content10x for sponsoring the show. You're, You're listening, listening to the, to the Confident, Confident Live Marketing, Marketing Podcast, Podcast with, with Ian, Ian Anderson, Anderson Gray. Gray. So, Juliet, we're, we're kind of uh, getting towards the, the end. We're, we're kind of almost running out of time. But just a couple of final questions, really. Specifically, when it comes to live videos, you, you were uh, talking about uh, regular shows. I think you were saying that somebody was going live every Tuesday. How do we become more consistent with our live videos? If it is scary, if we'd rather be in bed, if we'd rather be watching cat videos, how can we be more consistent? How can we make sure that we are doing this regularly? And then the follow-on question is, 
why should we be consistent? Why bother? Well, can I start with the second question? Of course you because can, yeah. this is something that, you know, for us, it's very easy to think that we, when we do something online, that everybody notices, you know, that they're sitting there and waiting for us to do something. And people are holding themselves back and they, they're afraid to do something often enough even because they don't want to bombard their audience. But what they're forgetting is that, and this is something that's wildly available to everybody. When you're looking at your uh, phone, say, Facebook, LinkedIn, there is a, so many, there's so many posts, there's so much content. It's like a world of noise. How can you hear, if, hear like if you were on Times, in the Times Square in New York and you stood in the middle of the square and said something, would anybody even hear? You actually would have to probably scream off the top of your lungs <laughs> and for a long period of time for the crowd or start, you know, shouting something out, then the crowd will form, a bigger crowd will form. You know, this is how, we create visibility, right? We This is how we have to toot our horn. We have to be there. We have to make sure that it's consistent and frequent enough to even get noticed. It's just not enough to do something, you know, once a week or so we have to be there all the time. And also we have to con connect to people. So it's not even enough just to show up. You need to interact as well because there's algorithms and, you know, technical side of things where when you're interacting with people, when you're replying to comments, when you're talking to people privately that boosts the algorithm and they see more of your content you know which i actually really love about social media marketing in general especially organic marketing where that not only that you're talking about, you know, say I send in a private message and, you know, then I see Ian's post more often and he probably sees mine just because we had a, a private conversation in Messenger. You know, there's like great things like that ha happening. So you can have your dream 25 prospects that you're trying to woo and all you have to do is chat to them, you know, on, on Messenger every couple of days or send, send them something and, you know, they see more of your content so you can strategically uh, work this while you're actually building great relationships with people because that's what converts the content is nurturing thing it's different different things uh so that's that's about why yeah and, I, and that's been my experience so before like a year ago i was not consistent and i've been doing this pretty much every week since may last year and I, I'm not. All, I'm definitely consistent with the podcast. I'm, I'm not always. Sometimes, like for example, this week I'm doing two per week, and then I have a week off. But I'm being a lot more consistent, and I'm seeing so so much more traffic. I'm seeing so many more leads and, and sales and clients because of that. So I, I can. I definitely agree with you. Consistency is so important for that visibility, and then turning into clients. Absolutely. Mm. And uh, live video as opposed to pre-recorded video will work better because uh, just like in what you just did, you, you read the comments. People like their name to be mentioned. Let's just be honest and admit it. It's nice. Yeah. And I've purchased big programs from people who just mentioned my name on the video <laughs> and that just triggered something that I was following. Yeah. I'm very excitable like this, you know. You know, I help people with the personal brand element of their visibility. No matter what they do, if it's done for you, service or their teaching uh, or, you know, whatever they want to do is a different thing, but they can't do it unless there's this personal attraction. So, you know, to show up and... Um, just be cool with yourself and, and, you know, show yourself. It's just so magnetic. But let's me, I can talk about that for a very long time, but I want to answer the question. The best way uh, to be consistent is to hold yourself accountable. This is why interviews are so brilliant because there's two to tango. So, you know, it's 
even though you will be sabotaged, self-sabotaging sometimes trying to cancel, you know, something or something can happen, you know, internet or whatever, you know, can get sick. That's okay. But still, um, when I started and I still think that the best thing that I've done when I started and the best thing that positioned me where I needed to be very, very super fast was creating my own interview show. I, uh, it was called Easy Chats. And I did this, them live and I did them consistently twice a week, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, five o'clock, you know, no fail. And I did that for over a year. And I only then started recording the shows because one of my guests was in labor on the day that she didn't realize it was a live video show. So she was in labor and she didn't cancel. And I thought, oh my God, I need to be consistent, you know? So I started then pre-recording shows and posting them, but still for three years, I have a show that uh, goes out every Friday on my business page. And even though it is a pre-recorded show, it's almost never fails. Well, there's a one or two or three weeks. Now I'm rebranding. So there is a slight first time in the three years, there is a couple of weeks pause, but it's going to come back with a bang. So accountability is the key, right? So what can you do practical? Let's talk about practical advice. Announce that you're going to go live announce it before you go live. You can create a lovely graphic and uh, post it, you know, that on Tuesday at two o'clock, you're going live, send it to your email list, send it to your bot list if you're using bot messaging, um, bot marketing. So let people know that you are going live. Then you can't not go live just because you don't feel it. You have to. So yeah, it's no about holding yourself accountable with pre-announcing that, you know, you, you're doing this. And sometimes you might forget. So you need to make sure that you you can even create, this is another tip you can do. You can just pre-schedule a recurring post that you are live at four o'clock. Say, for example, I want to go live at four o'clock, you know, every Thursday, which is today on my business page, right? And so for me to pre-schedule something like that and hold me accountable and not say like, oh, I just had a great interview with Ian. <laughs> and so I am just buzzing, but I actually don't want to do another video because I'm then I'm going to be like a veg for the rest <laughs> of my... Because it takes, you know, you it, yeah. it, 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 you give a lot yeah. of energy and I absolutely love doing it, but there is a, you need time to cool down yeah. afterwards as well, which is a, a, really a topic for another show. What can you do to keep yourself energized and cool down and not see the cooling down time as something that mm. kills you because it doesn't is just you know different thing so uh, hold yourself accountable but remember that if you're not being visible and it's up to you to as i said toot your own horn i know it's not a nice phrase and a lot of people even culturally will reject it but it is paramount for you to be visible. And when you're visible, you will attract people who are so much better quality people and correct people for you, not just in your business, but in your life. And that creates a just amazing flow in your life and amazing creativity and amazing everything. So don't you want to be happy? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I think that's, I, I love what you say about the energy side of things. And uh, we, we maybe we can have you back on the show and we can talk about that. But consistency, scheduling, scheduling, however you pronounce it, I get really confused. Where <laughs> scheduling your live videos is really important because once you do that, can't really get out of it. You could, but you're probably not going to. So it's yeah. like booking a time with your personal trainer at the gym. You booked it in. There's, there's somebody there waiting. You're going to have to go. It's the same with live video. People are going to uh, subscribe to that and uh, they, they're going to be expecting you to turn up. And if you don't turn up, you're going to be letting them down. And there's something in our brains that stops us from doing that. You know, we can let ourselves down, but 
it's more difficult to let other people down. Um, so yeah, I've, I've definitely found that. But we get mm. up every morning, right? Even when we don't feel <laughs> yeah. like. We yeah, go yeah. brush our teeth even though we don't feel like. We go and, you know, go to work yeah. with those people who go into offices when they don't feel like. So this is nothing different. This is part of the job. But it's actually very enjoyable too. So It is. It is. Well, on that note, we're going to have to end it. Uh, it's been fabulous to have you on the show. There's been so much to talk about. And uh, yeah, I think we could do another whole other show on consistency. Uh, but thank you so, so much, Juliet. How can people find out more about you? Obviously, there's, there's your website. What's your website? My website is juliastapleton.com. It's very simple. Um, I'm a Facebook bunny, guys. I'm not really that much on other platforms. I, you can find me there. But yeah, so uh, look me up on Facebook. If you're sending me a friend request, please send me a message because I do not accept random friendly requests anymore. <laughs> send me, just send me and let's connect. Let's chat, you know, just mention this show. I am looking for people who are in businesses who are supporting other businesses and people who are hiding, but they know they're hungry for more of a better quality of life, for better quality of business, for great relationships with clients, you know, and so I can help empower them to be that, to do that with visibility. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Julia. It's been great to have you on the show. Well, until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits using Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Consistency. Consistency. Consistency, consistency, Salute.